Can I get a year? Yeah. Uh, they, don't deserve, yeah. they don't deserve a long one, so year. Yeah, the, the very, a very short, a very short, ill-mannered year. Okay, I respect it. It's one of those days. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Nick's Chatter. The day after. Good day, good people. Happy Thursday to you all. Praying you all are doing well. Praying you're taking care of yourselves. It's raining out here in New Jersey. So I hope if you're on this side of the of the world, you're staying warm and dry. Warm and dry, just like this New York Knicks game last night. Uh, Breeze, how you doing, my man? I ain't going to lie, man. I ain't going to lie. I'm doing, I'm doing way better than Knicks Twitter, by the way. I'm doing, I'm doing way better than some of these people in here. Yo, these people on Nick's Twitter are fucking insane, bro. It, it, yo, y'all got so many triggers when it comes to this team. You gotta relax, bro. At some point, you have to relax. But yeah, I'm doing better than Nick's Twitter. But yeah, uh, always, always. Um, I, 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 you sound surprised in your finding out that Nick Twitter is what, nuts. Well, I'm a Nick's Twitter. I'm a Nick's Twitter rookie. You feel me? I got signed. Uh, in the last season, so I think I just finished my 82 games. Uh, at this point, being in Nick's Twitter, uh, I'm you know I'm a young young uh, young player in Nick's Twitter. Yo, these, these people are nuts, Julito. I'm not gonna lie to you. These are some nut jobs in here. I mean, you've been around long enough for what, basically two seasons. That's that's not rookie. No, but but no, but last season I could get yo. We was all going nuts last season, like. I ain't gonna lie. Everybody said if you wasn't in your bag last season, I complete you. You probably you probably look normal to me. You're like, what's right. wrong with you? You wasn't going crazy. But this season, I'm not even gonna lie, bro. It's just like every everything that come out, it's it's a spaces marathon for some shit that ain't happened yet. I'll be like, yo, the shit ain't even go down yet, bro. Y'all can relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, that's why I stay off the timeline. I don't even talk about Knicks on the timeline anymore i just it's gotten boring to me honestly it's not my my shit anymore it's 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 yeah so i don't even see because i haven't talked nicks on the timeline in so long it my algorithm has shifted and now I, i i see like you know the the ones that you know get a lot of likes i'm guessing or the ones that i follow folks that like but I don't. It's not like my timeline isn't filled with Nick shit anymore, and I'm actually pretty happy about it. I come, I do the show, I may talk about something if it happens. I talk about it during the game, and then I go about my business. I listen. Maybe you got to do the same. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to figure out how to unnick my algorithm, and it's just not like I, I ain't gonna lie. I still tweet about them, so that'd be the thing. I, I'd be getting like a one-two off, so. You know, it's fucking up the algorithm. But at the same time, it's like, yo, do I just got to put out some just random tweets so it, it just, like, unnickify my shit? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's where it worked for me. I just started talking about different shit. And then my algorithm was just like, oh, you over this shit? All right, cool. 
And I'm never over it. You know, I'm never over my team. It's just the timeline is way too up and down. Listen, I'm the person that deal with anxiety. It's too much for my anxiety. Too much up, too much down, pause. I can't deal with it. It doesn't help me in my life personally. So I can't deal with the with the, you know, the the overreactions. It don't it doesn't help me. So I I, I uh, listen. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. If you want a different life on your timeline, if your life if you want your life to be a bit easier on the timeline, I just just go and go and talk about some other shit. Fix your algorithms. Um, but I'm yo, doing it now. I'm about to talk about a random movie review. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. You got now. You got the hang of it. Um, yo, but happy, happy Thursday, good people. Hoping you all are well. On a serious note, hoping everybody, family is taken care of. Hoping everybody is doing what they got to do out there to better their lives. Still top of the year, January. Keep up with them goals that you set at the top of the year. And also, if it if you're not on track for the goals you set for yourself, it's okay. Recommit. Give yourself some grace. And then just get back on it. Get back on it. Um, Seth will be with us momentarily. Y'all know he got the new job. He's at work. So, it's you know, the weekdays have been a little tough for him. So, bear with him. And um, he'll be with us momentarily. All right, let's jump into this damn game. New York Knicks, welcome the Washington Wizards. Last night. At the Garden and lost 116-105. And boy, boy, where do I start? Um, We just can't get right at home. Can't get right at home. From the start, the Wizards came in with, with just way more energy, getting off to a 7-0 lead. I mean, at this point, the issue is the opposing team seemed to just get fuel off the garden crowd more than the Knicks. You know, we trailed 14-3 to three with Porzingis having eight of those 14 points. And that's that's the game. It's unacceptable. That's the game. Being behind 15 to start the first quarter pretty much means we didn't come ready, for the, ready to play. We didn't come ready for this game. You know, we never took the lead all game. It just wasn't our night. And, you know, they showed a stat that was pretty glaring. We are 1-14 in 14 when we are down going into the half. 1-14 when we are down going into the half, which means we aren't a comeback team. How we start the game is usually how the game is going to finish. You know, and, and I think that needs to change, especially when we're in the garden. We can't allow the opposing teams to get the energy to fuel off the crowd. We got to find a way to... It's like the New York Knicks right now gets nervous under the lights. And the opposing teams come in and act like it's their home team. It's pretty It's pretty embarrassing, honestly. Um, only 14 assists is not going to do it. <laughs> we got... That means it's too much iso ball. It's too much, your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. We're not playing together at home. And it's showing. You know, with this game, also I'm going to chalk it up to this this game with us having fatigue, man. And not enough energy for the big moment. You know, and, and this is my thing, though. Here's the major part I think folks 
are missing, especially the folks on the timeline. The, the Knicks Twitter timeline that Breeze is talking about. We are a 500 team, okay? And this is how we will look all season for the most part. Okay, we're going to have stints where we play really good, where we win a string of games, put together a, a, some great string of games, and then we're going to have a stint where we lose some heartbreakers due to either bad execution at the end of games or where we get cooked by the lack of energy or the lack of talent. You know what I mean? We will always be in a game for the most part, but we'll either fall to the last minute or we'll get out-talented. That's just what it is. That's this New York Knicks team right now. It'll always be exciting for the most part because we got guys like Bronson and RJ and Julius that will keep us entertained. But it's inevitable that we got some pieces missing. Preferably, if we look on that bench, there are pieces missing. We need guys to come in and take the load off the starters. And the guys on the bench, for some reason, isn't doing it for Tibbs. <laughs> He's not, they're not. And he doesn't trust them. So we are left with the starters playing 40 minutes a game. So playing 40 minutes a game is only going to get you – it's going to get you some wins – it's going to get you some heartbreakers because guys are going to be tired. And that's just what it is right now. So the fact that we're so up and down, you know, the key is to be level-headed when you got a team like this. You don't have a team with, like, these two to three outstanding players. You got players that are, you know, inconsistent. I think R.J. Barrett is inconsistent. I think Ju- Ju- Julius Randle is inconsistent. Right? These guys are inconsistent. So, therefore, the team wins and losses are going to be inconsistent. I think we need to get clear on that and stop acting like we've got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown playing on the skin, like, like it's Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. Like, no, we are inconsistent. We're an inconsistent team. So, we're going to give inconsistent effort, we're going to shoot the ball inconsistently. That's just what's going to happen, okay? And I know it's tough for us as a fan base because we have passion for this team, right? So a lot of times it's, it's hard for people to understand why are we so up and down? Why are we so, so you, you know, why are, we, why are we this way as a fan base? And it's because not other there are not a lot of teams out there with the passion that we have as Knicks fans. The desperation we have as Knicks fans as well. We're a desperate team. We're a desperate fan base. We're desperately searching for a playoff win, uh, uh, you know, a, a good, consistent team. We're searching for players to just hit shot. We're like, we're always searching as a fan base. So, therefore, there's a lot of desperation in even the way we watch the games, even the way we call the games, even the way we, you know, we root for this team. A lot of teams don't have that. Either they are pretty used to their team being horrible or they've seen their team have success. We've seen both. We've seen it all when it comes to the Knicks. Bad coaching, inconsistent players, no success in the playoffs, success in the playoffs at some point, nine years ago. Like, we've seen it all. So that that means we're, we're as inconsistent of a fan base as the team. And that's okay. I think we just got to get clear on who we are as a fan base. Because we gotta get clear on who we are as a team. Um, shout out to Brunson. He, you know, he has the third most consecutive twenty-five plus point games for a point guard. Uh, you know, only folks ahead of him is 
Uh, I don't even know I decided to even say that because I don't remember. But there's only two guys ahead of him. Um, and he's done that in his first season as a Nick. I think his he has a lot of upside for us as, as, as the point guard. I just think, you know, for me personally, I would love to see him, you know, find guys more often. I just think he ha- probably just has a lack of trust in guys because I know, like, there are stints even in last game with Jalen Brunson – does some pretty remarkable passes. Like he really, his playmaking ability is there. It's not. It's not like oh, he's just not a good passer. He's just not a good playmaker. No, it's there. He's. Just, I just don't believe he trusts these guys, because honestly, we. It's not like last. I was watching the game. It's not like last night we just wasn't finding guys. Guys were just missing shots. So, I'm not passing it to a player that I I don't wholeheartedly trust. I'm going to try to score that shit because Jalen Brunson is scoring the goddamn basket. Another 30-point game, 32 points, three rebounds, four assists, two steals. That's Jalen Brunson. I'm going to shoot that motherfucking rock if I feel like I'm in a stretch in my career right now where I'm hot and I'm passing it to fucking Quentin Grimes or whoever and these guys are inconsistent, I'm I'm shooting that motherfucking rock. I'm shooting the rock. So, that I mean, he had that, that, that good fucking you know, behind the back door uh, cut from Grimes, you know, and, and Grimes got fouled by KP. He does that. He does that at least twice a game. So he's he's able and capable to do it. He's just, he's going to get his. That's, that's We signed up for a uh, score first point guard, and we got what we got. Now everybody's mad. So I don't know, what do, you, what do y'all want? Y'all want a guy, a point guard who can't score, who can only dish, and then you're going to complain about him not being able to score. You want a guy that only scores but can't dish, so now you complain. Like, it's just going to – you're never going to get it right. You're never going to get it right. So, with me, when it comes to Jalen Brunson, I'm just happy we have a point guard that is in the all-star conversation, a point guard who's who's one of the best point guards we've had in a very long time, a point guard who can score with the best of them, um, and – this is his first time being the lead point guard for 82 games or for however many games he's going to play. It's his first time. I think there are going to be some some hills and mountains he got to climb to get to the point guard that, you know, wins us games night in and night out. But at the same time, he's he's been doing better than we've had. So I'm not complaining. I'm not. Um I think for me, what I will complain about is the fact that it seems that at this point we're going to have to make a choice between RJ and Julius. It, it just doesn't seem like they work well enough with each other to be a good enough team to win games with both of them on the court. It, to me, they, the, the front office has to dec- make a decision now. I think I've seen enough. I think I know that like RJ is good, Julius is good, but together they just don't work. They don't work. It, it, it's It's, I mean... Julius Randle was having probably the best stint of his career with RJ on the bench, and now he looks like a shell of himself again. Um, he's diverting way too much. He he he's, he looks lost out there. He looks confused. They just don't work well enough with each other to win us games. And I can tell some sh- the, the way they play, their style of play is going to clash in the playoffs. It's going to clash in the playoffs, just like it did in that Atlanta Hawks series. They got to make a decision. As, at this point, they have to. If they're going to keep this coach, they have to make a decision on either player and get something in return. 
That's just my opinion. I don't know. I, I would love to hear you, you all opinion when you come up, but that's just my opinion. Um, a few more things. Ob Toppin is being utilized incorrectly, and at this point, it's just malpractice. I mean, how is it we haven't seen Ob in a pick and roll in like his last twenty games he's played? It's fucking crazy. Uh, Ob Toppin sits in the corner and just waits for a bunch of nothing. I think they also need to find a trade for Ob Toppin and let him go on the greener pastures because. Obi Toppin under Tom Thibodeau is useless for this team, and it's it's, it's it does nothing for this team. And I'm I'm pretty tired of seeing it. Pretty tired of seeing it, both from the Obi perspective of he got to get it going out there, and the Tom Thibodeau coaching perspective that they got to allow him to get it going. I'm just tired of seeing it. If we're gonna fucking choose Tom Thibodeau, get get rid of the fucking dead the, 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 the dry spots on this team, please. Um, very rarely do any of the rumors about the Knicks on the timeline come true. Very rarely. But uh, let's really quick talk about this trade that they're, being, they're proposing, saying Cam Reddish possibly could be moved for Reggie Bullock. If Reggie Bullock is on his fucking team again, I'm not watching for the rest of the season. I'm not even joking. If Reggie Bullock finds his way back on his team, I am not watching for the rest of the season. Breeze, it's on you. Hell of a segue, my dog. Hell of a segue. Um, so I mean, to be honest, I ain't gonna give y'all too much on this game because I mean, they did. There was there was not too much to take away, and the overanalyzation of, of bad games is like something. It's just like sometimes they don't have it. And yesterday, the team didn't have it. It was low energy. They couldn't make a shot. The offense was at like a premium low. Like some of them, some of them open ass threes. I was like, God damn, y'all have a pregame shoot around? That shit. Like, <laughs> a couple of them just hit the, the part of the, the rim that it ain't even supposed to hit from the angle they shot it from. I was like, God damn. Seven for 26 from three, 14 assists as a team. That sounds like some first half numbers. I'm going to say it again 14 assists as a team. It is 48 minutes in a game. That's one assist. Every fucking, I don't know, I don't do the math. That's like one assist every fucking seven minutes or some shit. Y'all correct me in the comments. Um, the bench was was IQ and company once again. Like, <laughs> this shit getting nasty. 18 points for Abayu quickly, six points for the, the entire rest of the bench, right? Um, Quentin Grimes is the only starter that shot 50% or over. He got 10 shots, and that's that's an increase from, like, they're, they're the last couple games we've been playing. It seems like we can't get him offensively going at all. And and as a team, man, it's just you got to ISO to get to something in, in 2023 basketball. The ISOing is not the problem. ISO creates offense in modern-day basketball. But you have to be able to get to something. It wasn't too many sets, I feel like, ran for Kyle Kuzma. And he somehow scored 27 but gave you fucking seven assists. So at the at the end of the day, like the point of you isolating is trying to get offense to either get yourself a good shot or get somebody else a good shot, and we just don't do that shit consistently enough as a team. It get it get real nasty in games like that. When we when we can't hit a shot, that shit is is it gets worse than nasty. Um, KP, I ain't gonna lie, KP got a lot of y'all y'all thotty bags, man. Y'all KP got y'all thotting for KP in in the comment section these last forty eight hours. Y'all be going back to y'all old shorties. I could tell now it's 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 proven now because y'all over here. 
getting is y'all lucky it ain't Black History Month. I would have had more for y'all. But you feel me? Y'all, y'all, y'all doing it with the right time. Uh Bradley Bill came back 18-4-4. Um, so when when it was uh Kyle Kuzma and Kristaps Porzingis in Washington, you could tell that, you know, you, you know, we have talent there, but it's still like if you if you end up being matched by Kristaps and Kuzma on a night, then you you really gonna have some issues when Bradley Bill comes back in the fold. Um, he had 18-4-4. He really wasn't that much of a factor in the game. But in in a game where you're offensively, like, just lacking everything, if they add Bradley Bill and you minus a defensive guy at the rim and you also playing everybody 50 minutes on the roster, that ain't going to be a recipe for success. But I'm not going to give more than needs to be said today because I'm pretty sure, you know, we got enough people for that. Last thing I'm going to say, it was no way we was winning this game when we had the toxic winter soldier in the building. Ari was in the building yesterday, and it was no way that they was going to ever compete with that toxic vibe he was going to send to the team. I also don't want the Knicks to get no type of dubs when Ari is in the building because he's going to discredit it anyway. So good loss for Ari. That was a good Ari loss, Knicks. Got there and he got it. He was with Clyde. He was taking pictures of Clyde, snapping it, looking all happy. It was fake, Ari. Everything about it was fake. You hear me? I'll trust it. But yeah, uh, that's that's really all I got for the team because we we can't be over analyzing the team with the Reggie Bullock thing. I ain't gonna lie. I think the media be playing y'all like the in sync video of it's gonna be me with the puppets, dog. They just throw one name out there and a space immediately pops up in the next ten minutes. Now, if the Knicks get Reggie Bullock, I could promise y'all, I'm with y'all. I could wholeheartedly promise y'all I'm with y'all. But y'all could cannot let the media just control the algorithms the way they do. These they put up one name. And y'all, yo, it immediately three hours spent. Yo, what the fuck are we doing? We didn't do anything yet. We we did nothing yet. What are you talking about? What are we doing? But uh at the end of the day. We move on to the next one. I'm going to be in the building Friday. Better energy than with the toxic winter soldier left in the garden. And then we go from there. <laughs> toxic winter, winter soldier is fucking nuts. Um, so, Seth will be with us momentarily. Um, before he gets here, he asks that I play this record. So, I'm going to uh, bring this in before I bring the co-host in. Let's do it. That's that digital underground, same song. I think it's pretty much self-explanatory. Same song, same next, you know, vibes. All right. Uh, We're going to start this off with the toxic winning soldier himself. Ari, what's up, man? Uh, it still say connected for Ari and uh, Just Dell. It say they speakers on my end. Uh, for real? I don't know. It say they connected. Let's start it over Nick Take Jake. Nick Take Jake, what up? Yo, 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 what's up, people? How y'all doing? Hope everybody's well. Huito, Bree, shout out to y'all. Um, real quick, I just got to give a shout out to CP the Artist because uh, he low-key had one of the better spaces that I've been in in quite a while, and I was very surprised. Uh, he's he's not a bad spaces host. Um, so so I just want to shout out him. You know, I, I appreciate it. That, that was fun. Um but look, you know, I'm gonna get straight into it. Uh, 
Last night, the Knicks, you know, they got exposed um, by the same things that they've been getting exposed by for, you know, the past few weeks. And that's that uh, that three-point shot, uh, the pack-in-the-paint scheme that has been backfiring, and uh, really just teams knowing that they just got to send doubles to uh, Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle. Julius Randle looked, you know, really off last night. Um, didn't have it going the whole game. Um that there was one play where Julius Randle, uh, he, he was on the fast break. It was like a three on one, and somehow he fucked it up. Um, it, it was just, it, it was not a good look last night. Kyle Kuzma had it going. Um, I'd like to publicly retract my interest in Rui Hachimura. Uh, my bad, everybody. <laughs> um, I guess you know I was interested in kind of the youth and and the price, but man. Uh, he, he was doing his best Reggie Bullock impression out there last night going 0 for 12 or whatever he shot. Um, but, uh, you know, just a couple other uh, notes that I have here. Uh, the Knicks, you know, I, I feel like they put themselves in a position where if Randall or Brunson is off, it's going to be really tough to, to pull out a win. Um, those two are taking the bulk of the shots now, and I, I really just wish they would operate more through RJ. I think it's a better overall product. Um, Jericho Sims, he's a very raw player, um, but he had a greater impact in the minutes that he saw last night than I think Hardenstein has in, has had in the last three weeks. Um, and, and I don't know, it is what it is. The game was the game last night. Um, but I, I think the big story going forward is Mitchell Robinson uh, being out of this lineup. It's reported that, you know, he might uh, be out as long as a month. You know, we'll see what, you know, the... Uh, the the official report says um but uh i just want to point out mitchell robinson he's the number one box out defender in the entire nba all season has been number one and still is number one um over the last few weeks julius randall has averaged the most uncontested rebounds in the entire nba so you pair the the absence of mitchell robinson uh you know boxing out his defenders, shielding off half of the half of the floor. And the fact that Hartenstein is going to be getting those starts, who has a propensity to give up offensive rebounds, it's going to be a problem. Uh, last night was the first time the Knicks got out-rebounded in quite a while. So, yeah, just keep an eye on that. Um, but that's all I got today. I'm out. Uh, negative Twitter. That stock is rising, baby. Stay, stand pat. Stand pat. We almost there. <laughs> Oh man, I appreciate it, Nick Take Jake. What what is negative Twitter? I'm just uh it's 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 just something coined to people that you know want 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 to be more objective than happy about you know results. Would that be objective or would that be subjective? Just misery. That's what it is. A whole lot of misery. Yeah, I'm I'm confused. What is how is it objective if even if the team is playing well? You okay? Means like you're tied to a subject. That's what I think subjective would mean. I don't know. Mate, listen, I just went to school for communication. Like, I don't know. I, who, who the fuck am I? Um. All right. So we're gonna go over to what did you call him again, Breeze? He's the toxic winter soldier. The toxic winter soldier. Okay, Ari from Manhattan. You guys you hear me doing? now better or no? Yep, we hear you. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, uh, that's pretty funny, Breeze, I'm not going to lie, but, um, I mean, listen, you know, if Julius Randle's going to get the yips when I'm in the building, I don't know how he's going to do in the fucking playoffs, but, uh, 
You know, Julito, you, listen, it, 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 that's what the whole point comes down to. Julito made the point for me, I, I, and it's and it's been like this for a while, but for years, Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett haven't worked together, for years, because they're both isolation guys that are fairly inefficient, that aren't consistent from three. So when you have two, and they're all, they're, they're like, well, it's like, obviously Randle's a little bit bigger than R.J., but, you know, they're both like, you know, relatively the same size, right? They're like wings and power forward. They're like they did. It's it's a redundant piece, as CP uh, the franchise would say, to a certain standpoint. Um, I think it's obvious, man. You know, the, the two biggest concerns Julito had could all be solved uh, by trading Randall, um, because that would put Obi Toppin in more of a position to play more minutes. Obviously, Tibbs is still going to misuse him. But I mean, you, you, you like you have the eighth pick. You, you you invested a lottery pick in this guy, right? And like, it's just not it's not the best use of your assets. And Tibbs doesn't play his players to his strengths. The fact that Obi Toppin hasn't been in a fucking pick and roll is just absurd. They use this guy like he's Kyle Korver. It's embarrassing, dude. It's embarrassing because Tibbs is so stubborn. You know what I mean? Like a good coach plays to the strengths of their team, right? You know. So obviously, the first issue is the coach. And then the second issue is 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 the Randall RJ just the chemistry of the team, but you're only gonna get listen. The Knicks are still four games above 500, right? Like they're not gonna fire Tibbs unless the Knicks go on an epic losing streak, and uh, they're not gonna trade Julius Randall or RJ Barrett either one of them in the first year of a new deal. That trade doesn't usually happen till fucking the third year of their deal, so. I mean, I don't know, man. I, they're going to have to use one of those contracts to get their superstar. Um, I think it's not going to be a choice. I don't think it's going to be the Knicks' decision who they trade. I think it's going to be the other team, the other team's decision, whether or not they want RJ or they want Randall. Um, because remember, in any trade, there's two teams involved. You know, you can try to trade Randall, but if the other fucking team wants RJ instead, you're trading RJ. So I don't think it's really up to Leon, per se, if he's trying to trade for a superstar. But the fit doesn't work. Tibbs sucks. I was screaming at him all fucking game. He didn't acknowledge me one time. Like, I was fucking giving him so much shit last night. Me and Kyle Kuzma were having a Spike Lee, Reggie Miller moment last night. I was talking to him. He acknowledged me twice. He called me Chachi. He told me to shut up. I told him that he looked like a uh, little pump with a growth hormone defect. Big pump. Uh, and I also told him that his shoes fucking sucked. And that Winnie Harlow... Winnie Harlow's a hoe. <laughs> so... But he was going at I was going at it with him because he was right in front of me. Um, didn't work because he torched RJ. Dude is tall as fuck, man. I'm not gonna lie. Dude is dude is he, he's a player, man. He's a player. I was impressed with him. Um, even if his shot wasn't falling, he's very athletic and he's long and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, it was fun. It was it was fun. Uh, you know, when I'm at the games, I want them to win, right? I want them to win. Um, and we're not going to tank this year, so I'm not rooting for L's. I'm just rooting for the Knicks to not trade the draft picks. As long as they don't trade the draft picks, I don't give a fuck if they end up in the playoffs. I don't care if they end up in the lottery. I don't give a fuck. If they, whatever it is, as long as they don't trade the draft picks, I'm good. But to Julito's point, one of those two got to go. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, calling him Big Pump is nuts. Calling him Big Pump is crazy. It's kind of uh, AO, too, not going to lie. Big Pump is crazy. I mean, saying he's long is just, at this point, egregious. But, I mean, who am I? Who am I? At some point, we got to grow up. At some point, we got to grow up. All not right. today. Not today. Not today. Not, not today. Not today. In the words of Ari, 
wait, who said that? Was it Arian? One of the Game of Thrones characters said it. Uh, not today. Uh, Ari, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. All right, let's keep it going. Uh, Just Dev, what's up, man? What's good, y'all boys? Well, happy Thursday. Uh, what is this, your second favorite day of the week, right, Julito? So, shout out to Thursday. Second favorite day of the week, yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't, obviously, they didn't bring us too much uh, to talk about last night, but, you know, I'm always in my coaching player aspect just because that's what I continue to do today. Um, so, I can always, you know, grab some stuff from the game, so... Um, you know, I, we obviously just came out with no energy last night uh, whatsoever for any portion of the game besides somehow dominating in the first half on the boards. Um, I was really surprised about that. Um, Breeze, you had mentioned the seven assists, you know, in the first half. We only doubled that, unfortunately. Um, and they literally doubled us up on the assists as well. I think they had 28 to our 14. Um, you know, I think on de- on defense, yes, they did hit a lot of tough shots, so I definitely got to give them credit for that. But we didn't make them, you know, take a couple dribbles, put the ball on the ground, you know, make them, like, really work on over shots, you know. Um, again, they did hit some tough sh- tough shots, but, like, you know, we just can't keep giving gifts around the perimeter like that. Um, you know, I guess I'll just jump into the fourth where I think where I just saw the game just go down and knew that we had no shot for even, a, you know, last push for anything uh, was with eight minutes left in the fourth. RJ had, like, three straight drives off of three stops. Um, were they tough shots? A couple of them were. One got blocked. Um, I think there was a couple floaters and the layup got blocked. But, um, you know, they weren't crazy bad shots. It was just that there were, you know, five, ten seconds left in the shot clock or with with the shot clock or into the shot clock. Uh, I should have said, excuse me. But, um, you know, it was just really empty possession after another empty possession. Um, you know, like really getting into that, I guess, for me, what stood out was we really only had nine turnovers. You know, we forced four more than they did. Um, so that just shows that we were just stagnant with the ball, like you said, Julito. Um, you know, we were just pounding the shit, p- pounding the air out the ball. Um, you know, they they literally, you know, had to do not much on defense. Um, for us, you know, we were hurting ourselves really. Uh, we just m- missed a bunch of open shots, and you know, we're just real stagnant. Um, you know, I think hopefully we can come into this next game Friday. Um, Breeze, shout out to you being there. Um, hope you enjoy it. But, um, you know, we just got to come out like we want to play. We didn't seem like they even wanted to play last night whatsoever. You know, them boys were dead, honestly. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully we can bounce back tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, appreciate you, Just Dev. Appreciate you. Um, oh, y'all, y'all know how I do, man. I like a nice, clean, clean and cut show. So we're going to go to Jay Nicky as the closer. And then we're going to go to my guy, Cedric. Ced, how you feeling? You all right? Peace, peace. What's good, man? Love to everybody, man. Yes, sir. Um, in and out, in and out like a robbery with KCDA for me. Because um, especially after we talk about this fucking, we watch this whack-ass Wizards game. Um, I'm not being on this shit for five hours. Y'all got other shows for that. Jay Nicky, talk to me. Good morning, good afternoon, beautiful people. I hope y'all doing well. This is my first time closing. So if, I'm, if I bomb, we're not going to talk about it. This show never happened. But first and foremost, um, this team I will is talk starting about to. Jay Nicky. Oh, I know you will, sir. As as a big brother should. But anyway, I, I have some concerns about this team moving forward because um, we're in it. We're in a very dangerous area right now. Where I I'm not trying to play in the play-in for the simple fact that this team simply can't defend home court. So if we play in the play-in, we'd have home court for both games. And I don't have confidence in this team's production at home. So that's the first issue. The second issue is now that this team is showing more and more 
that distributing the ball isn't our strong suit. Um, Julio, you made a great point last night. It's not that we weren't distributing the ball. It's just that player were, players weren't making shots. But I think that's just uh, an example of a bigger issue. Um, if you go and look at the stats, our assist totals have decreased month by month. Um, just literally from the start of the season to now, we're now averaging, I think, 19 assists per game. When we started the season, I believe, at 27. So it's becoming an issue that uh, there's not enough movement. Uh, there's not enough player utilization going on. I go and I look at what the Wizards did last night, and Rui Hachimura, as bad as he was in 19 minutes, was allowed to take seven shots. Obi Toppin in 13 minutes took one. There's a there's there that needs to be better. Tibbs needs to find a way to get players more involved. I understand he's super stubborn, but if he's serious about playing basketball, if he's serious about wanting to win, you need to use your bench if you want to make any type of noise. In the playoffs, you cannot rely on four players night in, night out to get the job done. Those four players being JB, Julius, RJ, and IQ, because that is literally his backbone. When they don't have it going, he has no idea what to do. You would think with Julius not having it going last night, here's a good time. Get Quinn Grimes more involved. Quinn Grimes had 10 shots last night. Julius clearly didn't have it going. Why not have Quinn Grimes take 15 shots? It could change the entire impact of the game. Quinn Grimes night in, night out makes big, uh, big plays, makes the right plays. I just I, he needs to get involved more. My final concern is that it's what Julito and Ari are talking about the chemistry between Julius and RJ. Um, it's very strange because I just feel like neither of them know how to play third fiddle. I think that's the biggest issue. Um, we've seen the chemistry can really be going with Jalen and Julius. Like we've seen games where they both done well. We've seen games with RJ and, and uh, Brunson do well as well, but it's just like, it can never be the three of them. It's like, they don't know how to operate as a throttle. You know, it's like, I don't know how to be the third option to take shots when, you know, when I'm called to. I think that's why Tibbs started experimenting with having RJ in the second unit because he felt like it'd get a, it'd be an opportunity to get him more in rhythm, but it's just, it's not working for the three of them. I don't remember the last time the three of them each had a good game. You know, it's like, it's one or the other. It's always JB, he's he's consistent. He's, he's going to show up. He's going to make an impact even if his shot's not dropping, but we need to find a way for the three of them to gel. One of them has to take, you know, that that position to understand, like, I might have just have to take a lesser role here. But until that happens, bro, like, we're not going to make any noise in the playoffs. This The three-headed monster is not looking very scary right now. It's looking like that meme where you got the two scary dragons and the third dragon was like a doofy clown. Like, that's what we look like right now. Um, so I really – I need us to, to figure it out because now that we're in seventh, and the way Miami's rolling right now, I I, I can't I can't say I feel good about our, our stance as a team, but um I need I need Breeze to bring that energy on on Friday and, and really turn Atlanta up. New York South is what they call it. Breeze, Breeze, hold it down for, for everybody. That's all I got. I appreciate y'all. Jay Nicky, my guy. Jay Nicky's not Jay Nicky's voice isn't built to close. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nice guy. I, don't I like it. Good energy. takes all around. It's very measured, but like yeah. Yo, said I feel like you are like you need auditions to close. Said is critical of every close. No, I, but you know what's crazy? I I 100% agree with him. I 100% agree. I don't ha- I don't have that aggression and that that I don't have the the pastor voice. I don't I don't I just that. feel like I, I just feel like when you close, you got to come with a little spice. You got to come with a little yeah. spice. Like that was a good first take of the show. That was great. When you close, you got to come with a little spice. That's why everybody got to learn how to play their position. I mean, not everybody has to learn. Everybody knows their position. Bree, uh, Jay Nicky knows he's more of an opener. You know, that's his style. Yeah, and that's, I was that's what works for him. That was late, so I had to I had to pick up the slack. Yeah, that's what works for him. He knows what the vibes is. 
I mean, you know, your closers are usually the people that, you know, kind of bring the 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 show to its, you know, close it out on on the context everybody was talking prior to or gives you some funny, some humor, some levity, or you give you hope. Jay Nicky brought neither of those, but he had good takes. And um, that's why we appreciate you, Jay Nicky. It's just not more of a cl- You know what? I'm going to bring some, some other guys up. We're not going to have that be the closer. We're not gonna have you to close. You're right, Sam. Wait, 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 wait. You're right. You're right. You 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 You're went right. to the trade deadline and acquired some closing talent on that man's take. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, it was a good, not, I like the take. It was a good take. Yeah, it was a great take. Great Trust take. me, not not a so part of me is is uh my feelings are hurt. I understand that's not that's not closer energy, but hey, I'm a I'm a starter. I, I'm Jewish no, Randall. Jay Dickey, Jay Dickey, I want you to feel away. They they went. To it's a okay. couple I know organizations. I'm Julius Randle in the first, brother. He said, don't, yo, don't hey, think we the fourth. Breeze, Jay Nicky said he he can't be a part of the thruple. No, he is not a third string. He is he he's he needs to be the the, the lead guard. Numero, numero uno. I, I love I yeah, love that Julius is like guard. amazing first quarter Julius, and then the fourth quarter it's like, yo, man, you might as well hit the bench. <laughs> I love that that's his reputation. First quarter Jew, bro. So, quiet Nick fan said, "Set is the guy in a job interview who doesn't hire you because of the color of your belt." Listen, listen, quiet, listen, like, quiet Nick fan. That's 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 not how I get down. Uh, I'm actually a, a transformational leader. I really, I really like to pull up, pull things out of people. You can pause it if you like. So I don't care about the color of your belt. Oh. Yo. Okay, that was egregious. Uh, Jeff J says, uh, "This is on Julito. Y'all playing Jay and Nikki out of position. I'm, I'm gonna absolutely, absolutely take that. You're take relaxed, that. dude. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not doing my best. I, I listen. I've been Greg Pop all, all, all season. I get to have a, a night off. Okay, I've been. Greg what is Pop that Grizzo talking about? He said Jay Nikki an opener, fake sound, freaky, but I'm gonna let it slap. What does this sentence mean? Oh, he's saying me saying I'm an opener. Fake sounds freaky. Oh, okay. like it kind of sounds freaky. Opener, fake. Yeah, you gotta use some 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 punctuation. Commas, I didn't know what commas, you're talking. Yeah. Commas are essential. Commas are essential in talking to me. Yo, people hate texting me because I'm I'm an asshole when I text. I'm a literal reader. I'm like Ron Burgundy in Anchorman. If you put it on the jump on the on the on the teleprompter, I'm gonna read it. So if you do not have a comma, a period a quotation mark, whatever. I'm going to read it. And some people don't be writing correctly. Like, and people hate texting me for that. And I don't care. I'm going to stand on my shit. Put a comma on that shit. Because it changes the game. Nigga said, comma what? Nigga, this is how I talk. Yeah, you talk illiterate. Okay? Let go, Breeze. You talk a little special. Okay? All right. All right, cool. Uh, so yeah, we got some some other guy. Nelson, my God, talk to me. How you doing? What's good, Halito? What's good, Sad Breeze? Shout out to everybody in the room. Um, yeah, last night's game was uh to be nice, painful to watch. Um, I mean, a lot of people have kind of said similar what I was gonna say, just with the ball movement. Like they were cut. There were a lot of plays where, you know, one pass could have gave them an easy basket. And it's like, all right, I'm going to try to just throw, you know, Randall's going to throw himself into the player and get no call for it when there's a guy right open down the lane. The three-on-one with Quickly and Sims, where he could have given it to Sims or Quickly as soon as he had the, the ball in his hands and just 
threw it away. Um, yeah, yesterday was yesterday was just a very, you know, with some losses, it's like if your team is not is missing shot making shots that they're you know they usually make teams have an off night. It happens, but when it comes to games like this where there's no ball movement, they just look disengaged. Uh, everybody was kind of playing for self. Then there was, you know, the little fake run, you know, the not, I don't want to say fake run. That's kind of disingenuous. But, you know, the little runs in the fourth quarter where it's literally, you know, we get a quick 8-0 run, you know, cut the game to six or seven. And then within 30 seconds, the, the lead is back to what it was before. I mean, it was just an overall just not a good showing by this team. I mean, coaching-wise, well, I mean, what else can we say about Tibbs? It was just – he was just god-awful. And I think just as this as the season shows, this six and a half man rotation is not gonna sh- cut it. I mean, now it's being you know we've seen it as fans, and the the cool thing about with Nick Spaces and us watching these games, especially with like with how we talk with the games, is like we see things like a good week or two before everybody else does, and it's funny how guys in the athletic are writing about it and so on and so forth. But this six man rotation is not gonna work. Like they have you know. OB just literally sitting in the corner is not going to help. They got to have guys who could cut, rim run. And even when they have guys who do cut, you got Randall and Brunson looking them off when you're one, when they're one for eight or two for two, or whatever Jalen Brunson was last night. And sometimes, you know, if it's not your night, just understand it's not your night and try to get everybody else involved because it may not be yours, but if they're leaving Corny Grimes open and Corny Grimes can shoot, uh, give him the ball so he can make those shots. If you see OB cutting to the rim, OB could get a quick two or three. Uh, baskets and that could open up you know the floor for you to get some points off but yesterday just overall was miserable and honestly it is concerning not only because it's a bad loss with just overall with coaching and just how what how the players look but with this Mitch injury that's a major concern because if he's out the Knicks can't rebound and we we know that already because he's been a very impactful player aside from his low rebound numbers that everybody complains about but he's impacted the game more than his numbers have shown um, impact the game, excuse me, and what happened last year, where the Knicks were a couple, the Knicks were twenty two and twenty one, and then went on the three of seventeen stretch, which pretty much, you know, blew up the season. So, this is going to be a, an interesting next couple of weeks. And honestly, if this Mitch injury is what it is, hopefully he comes back sooner than later. But something needs to get done to help the bench out because you know Brunson and Randall taking all the shots up. RJ trying to get what he could get, and then it's literally a six-man rotation. That's gonna that's gonna hurt us, especially as we get closer to the season, closer to the end of the season, and going into the playoffs. But we're starting to see teams more often that we played, you know, that we've already played two, three, maybe even four times, like the Raptors and the Pistons, et cetera, et cetera. And now they know what they know our tendencies, and they know how to stop us. And Tibbs needs to make some type of coaching adjustments to, uh, you know, change that and you know get us some wins heading into the playoffs. But that's my take. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, Nelson. I think we got some uh, more serious matters to discuss than anything you just said. Thank you for your for your takes. I appreciate it. Um, hey, Ari, man, why why them goddamn white uptowns that dirty, man? They those white uptowns is dirtier than rich white people uptowns, man. And those rich white people uptowns be dirty as fuck. Them white uptowns dirty as fuck. Why are you walking around the street with those homeless twos on, bro? You own a you own a place. Dude, I, I was I was uh I was in a rush last night, man. I was in a rush, so I just grabbed whatever. Those shouldn't even be in the in the house to be a rush sneaker. I don't know, man. Those shouldn't even be around. What are you going raccoon hunting? And those what the fuck are you doing, Ari? 
Those shits is dirty. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Godly, Ari. And they got the and they mids. They got a strap on them. And the strap ain't even strapped up. You out here loose strap <laughs> with those shits on. Listen, anytime you take a picture with Anthony from MSG and he dresses better than you, you need to go and reevaluate your life. Cause I've seen Anthony MSG wear some of the worst outfits in the history of mankind. Why does he have on beige pants with the just bad fucking outfits from Anthony MSG? Anytime you next to him and your outfit is bad. I'm calling the authorities. I'm calling the goddamn authorities. Got on the, got on the Fisher Price threes. Goddamn horrible. This is an epidemic. Horrible. What? I said dirty white ups is an epidemic. No, those ain't dirty white ups. I've seen the little white girls that go to fucking, <laughs> the, the, fucking Columbia with the dirty white ups. Those is filthy. I know the inside of them souls is uh, smelly. I'm so sorry, Ari. I threw you the meanest lob grenade and, and didn't even tell you it was coming. My bad, brother. My bad. Those shits is disgusting, Ari. You just be graveling, <laughs> just rolling in deep like a damn with the shits. Defend yourself, Ari. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. I said rolling in the deep. Oh, shit. I got to be stopped, bro. Rolling in the deep is nuts. The raccoon hiders. Throw them shits away, Ari. Why the fuck do you got those sneakers on? I know your socks. Those sneakers are so dirty on the inside that you're white. you can't wear white socks with them shits on. <laughs> so you got blacks on. You got black socks on. And you look like Michael Jackson out here. With the black socks, with the white, what are you doing? You got on the smooth criminals, the thriller editions. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck, Ari? <laughs> you was cursing out Kyle Kuzma with them shits on. <laughs> Why are you cursing out Kyle Kuzma with those shits? Oh, you make us look bad as a community and as a conglomerate. Julito, the worst part is that he said something about Kyle Kuzma shoes. Word! <laughs> I thought you had some on. <laughs> you got on the fucking... What's that, what's that game you used to shoot in, uh, back in the day with the Nintendo when they had the gun that came with it? Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. He got on a Duck Hunt! Nah. Those, those are the New York undercover ones. The Makai Fifers. The paid in full <laughs> misses. You got on the sneakers that AZ had on when he worked at the laundry mat and paid in full. When, when Makai Fifers saw him and said, I got to get some money in your pocket because your shit is looking raggedy. Oh my God. I'm laughing tears right now, son. Did you go 
you look like you were on a full lift triathlon with them sneakers on, Ari. God damn, Julito, chill, bro. He went on an Ironman race. He went from the mud to the to Y'all the ain't ocean, got nothing nice to, to say on this face. Hey, this went from next chat of the day after the kicks chat of the day after. Who said that? Who said that? Me. Which one said that? Who <laughs> said that? Nelson said that. Yeah. Nelson with them thick ass thighs. Nelson. What? Why did he say some shit like that? I wasn't even coming at you for saying that. I'm you got on booty yo, shorts yo, on your main that, picture. That, crazy. that shit was bad. That was that's crazy. Nick kicks shattered day after. That, you see was, I'm over here cooking, Ari. You was cooking. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Why would you say that whack shit in the middle of my process? It wasn't even Ari. Right. Now you you drag the only thing. That shit was trash. Them Those. fucking booty shorts you got on. Those are you got on booty shorts. <laughs> you got you got on booty shorts. That picture on that damn blue car. While Ari out here, them, them, he got on the messy twos. And that's the double entendre. He got on the Fire. Lionel messy twos. Fire. Right, keep that. Stop saying it. Keep that. And your Ari from Manhattan sneaker disc. Because <laughs> that's the only place it would have placement. <laughs> fucking crazy, bro. It's crazy. I, I don't know if I want to continue this show. Oh, go at him, Toxic Boys. Like, trying to incorporate Toxic Boys. I don't know if I want to continue this show. If I don't know if I want to continue this show with somebody listening, somebody on the stage. And somebody on them stage with them sneakers on, man. I don't know. Jesus. I don't know if I want to continue the show with somebody with them sneakers that own a pair of them sneakers still. Are you going to wear them again? Those sneakers. going to wear them again? Those sneakers are so dirty. That is not even sneakers you go play ball in, bro. That sneakers you go to jail in. <laughs> like, if I go to jail, <laughs> if I go to the Central Bookings, I'm wearing those. I'm not wearing those to do nothing. It might be some hoes when I go take the trash out. I'm not wearing those sneakers to go to the trash. I might be some hoes in my building. I'm not wearing those to go to the trash. Oh, I'm not wearing those to play ball. It might be some hoes watching. I'm wearing those in a with, around a group of niggas, niggas laying on cheese cheese sandwiches in the bookings, in the central <laughs> bookings. I'm not wearing those anywhere where the hose is at. You know what? Never mind. It's too many bad COs and cops in the central bookings with the thick thighs and the uniform. I'm not wearing those shits anywhere. I'm wearing those to an all-boys school. I'm not wearing those shits nowhere. Throw them shits away. <laughs> God damn it, Ari. He got on the duck, the duck hunt. <laughs> I don't know if y'all see these sneakers. Like I see these sneakers. Can you put it in the jumbotron? It's in the jumbotron. Somebody re-throw it in the jumbotron one more time for the one time. God yeah, damn! No, you know the sneakers is so dirty. You see it through the blurry picture. <laughs> They don't even look like uptowns no more. This shit look like the first sneakers Michael Jordan wore when he played basketball. And them shits is now in an auction 
for three hundred thousand oh dollars to own the first ever sneaker Jordan wore in Kentucky in North Carolina. The first ever time he ever wore a sneaker. <laughs> God damn it. You might have to put that one in the Hall of Fame. Them shits is dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have a joke. I didn't even have a I didn't even have a joke. I just wanna let you know them shits is dirty. <laughs> just when you think he's gonna stop, you got another one. Those is crazy, bro. Pootie Tang. No. Pootie Tang feet. <laughs> What's the dude from Pootie Tang? Pinky. He got the pinkies on? The Pootie, the one who like dirt? He just like rubbing dirt on himself? God damn. All right. <sighs> this shit is dirty. Yeah. yeah. They're so dirty. <laughs> Those sneakers is dirty. Those sneakers been through the civil rights movement. At some point, Martin Luther King. At some point, Martin Luther King decided I won't have this shit. <laughs> oh my god! Those sneakers is dirty. Those sneakers so dirty. You walk in somebody's house with this shit on, they be like, "Turn around." You are not welcome. All right. All right. All right. Hope you had a good day, man. Um. All right, you want to end this up, drop a left, and bring this home? Yeah. Um, All right. All right. um, uh, Wow, that's an ominous text I just got. Uh, KCDA. uh, What did he say? Because I know Ari's trying to say something back, and he's too scared to say it. What did he say? Nah, it wasn't from Ari. It was one of those, this could be anything from your girl text. It was like, can I tell you something? I don't don't know what what that's about to be. Oh, yeah. Okay. You about to give a take after you got that text? Godspeed. Yeah, I ain't gonna front my boy. I'm gonna just chuck it. I'll chalk that one up. If I get a text from my girl saying anything of the sorts of we gotta talk, (laughs) I'm done talking to you, Nick. (laughs) Unless, unless, unless you get reminded of Ari's secret. Unless you're in the middle, you in the middle of a conversation with your girl, you're about to have the breakthrough, and you're like, "Hold on one second. No, those them sneakers is so bad <laughs> that you could be in the middle of a conversation with like an argument with your girl and see those sneakers and be like, "Babe, you got to look at these shits right there." Hold on, hold on. That shit might heal the family. That shit might reunite reunite you with your loved ones. She hits you with the realize you ain't going you to as the, much. You're as distracting other people. me. You're distracting me. Nah, 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 but hold up. Hey, <laughs> Roy said, remember how them kicks looked at like Mike after the lightning hit him? <laughs> Yo. All right. Remember I- Wayne Head sneakers? Anybody remember Wayne Head from back in the day? He had the boot. Oh, my God. Anybody remember the Wayne Head boot sneakers? Way ahead, way ahead. The party's just begun. Nobody remember that? <sighs> oh, all right, all right, all right, man. Hopefully, hopefully, we can start a GoFundMe for Ari to get some new sneakers, man. This has been this has been worse than this is the worst. Ari got it. Don't get it twisted. Ari is more than capable enough to go and get another pair of ninety dollars sneakers. He got it. He's being frugal. Ari, you're being frugal. I'd rather you wear. Crocs. I mean, those. I mean, honestly, if there's anything that's more uh, 
poetic than what Ari's philosophy is on the Knicks. <laughs> it's those sneakers right there. It's just fucking tear it down. Wear the dis- most disgusting shit ever. Have no shame about it for the whole world to see. He's tanking with sneakers is what, what was happening there, I think. Um, so I, I like the consistency. Um, uh, look, I don't know. I don't know really what, what else I could say about, about the Knicks right now, but, um, this team is, is not, is not that good. And they're not, even if they win a couple games, if the product is telling you what the product is telling you, just measure it along those lines and, and don't jump out the room and say, Hey, we have the top 10 record in the league. Therefore what? Like, that's my biggest issue. Like, let, let this team be who it is. This team is an average team. They've had a soft schedule. And it's not a narrative to say, hey, beat some teams with substantial, you know, health or substantial record or substantial organizational quality. You know? Like, that's not a narrative. Because I, <clears throat> if it wasn't a narrative, right? But um, if it wasn't a narrative, then... I wouldn't speak about it. Like if the Knicks had went out and beat the Mavericks, if the Knicks had went out and beat, um, you know, the Miami heat or the Sixers or the Celtics, if they went out and beat those teams, I wouldn't be saying that I would have a whole different tune. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm not going to be tough on a team if they actually prove something that's worth using as, as some type of hypothetical, you know, uh, baseline, right? If the baseline, is is right now that we're a mid team and we've beaten up on the lower teams that's that's how I'm gonna judge you right if 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 you're beating teams that are that I respect or that most NBA fans NBA teams rather respect then I'm going to give you that credit but right now they lost to the Wizards it is what it is I don't I, I think I think that game is it, the Wizards were due man to 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 win a game um they, they respect the Knicks. I think that they wanted to win the game. I think they understood the Knicks, uh, uh, you know, their their scheme a little bit from the way they were talking in the post game last Friday about how they were giving up the three ball and they were protecting the paint. But then again, Mitch was out of the game and they took advantage. Um, so, you know, I, I think I think that, you know, the, the game is gone. It's lost. You go on to the next game. And you got a big stretch of games, but you know, if you want to assert yourself again into into the playoffs, and you want to get out of this playing spot, you got to win. You got to win. You know, you got to go five and five over the next ten games. So, I think that the Hawks are uh, again like we can shit on the Hawks, right? We can shit on the Pacers. We can shit on these teams, but. Until you consistently beat these teams that you say you're better than because you have a better record on January 19th, you have to consistently beat them throughout the season, okay? It's an 82-game season for a reason. You know, we don't stop the season right now and say, all right, show's over. Everybody go into your playoff seat. No, you got to play it out. Like what you do, the way you overexert yourself in the beginning of a workout affects the end of your workout. <laughs> the way you overexert yourself in the health-wise and what you do at the beginning of a party affects the way you look at the end of the party, right? So like everybody can be hot shit in the beginning, but you know, it, it's it's a marathon. Um, I would say that, you know, I, I really don't appreciate the, the idea that we can't speak on Cam Reddish. I think 
we've let Tibbs warp our minds into what's acceptable and what's not. I think that uh, that guy is a sincere uh, piece off the bench. Um, I think Jericho Sims is a sincere piece off the bench. I think Deuce McBride is a sincere piece off the bench. I think the Knicks shortened their rotation because of injury, and they found some chemistry. Guys got hot, and they, they found very crucial looks that they can go to in crunch time or they can go to in in a, in a pitch to get a good shot off. Randall can get you a shot when your offense is stagnated, right? But don't stagnate the offense with Randall to get Randall every shot. Brunson can get you a shot when the offense is stagnated, but don't stagnate the offense just to keep giving Brunson the ball. Like we can include now that you've simplified everything. Now you can flavor it up back again to a 10 man rotation and mix and match from night to night. But we won't do that because we have this coach. And and once again, the fan base of Nick's Twitter holds the fans a little bit more accountable than, than the organization, which is kind of funny. But the, my watch has ended. Julito, uh, Cedric, uh, Breeze, uh, KCDA, I appreciate you guys. Uh, Julito, you know how I feel about you in the show. Cedric, you know how I feel about you guys with the show. Um, the best of the business. Uh, nobody comes close. And uh, I appreciate uh, the time. And uh, y'all be easy, man. Peace. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Papa left. Appreciate be you. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. Appreciate you. All right. Let's wrap this shit up, man. Um, I got to go and, and, and wash my fucking eyeballs out after seeing Ari sneakers and just fucking 3D and Zoom. Um, shit is fucking crazy. Them laces is nuts, bro. It must. You got to wash your hands after you take your sneakers off, bro. That's crazy. Cedric, how you doing, man? Final thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Breeze, Breeze is hitting first. All right. Um, <clears throat> um, I just want to let everybody on the stage know there was nothing nobody could do to stop what happened once that, that picture got seen uh, from Ulito. So anybody that tried to get in the middle of that, uh, you've seen what happened. Um, for For the team, look, man. Not damn the team right now. You know, the, the stretch of games is what it's going to be. This is for my timeline. Positive Knicks Twitter. You got to fight back. I need more from y'all, fam. It's it's not enough. We're going up to the stretch where it's playoff games. You know, the real is going to prevail. And, and, and negative Twitter got everything right now. They got catchphrases. You're shaking ass. They sending people with statistics. Statistics coming out every day. Tom Thibodeau playing people 50 minutes and 48 minute games and in positive Knicks Twitter. Y'all not giving me enough right now. You this is me? what I, they wanted. They wanted playoffs. Bro. I this feel is what like they wanted. I feel like in the middle of the civil war, you can get people to get to the side, but the, the, the negative Knicks Twitter is taking over and positive Knicks Twitter ain't got nothing for them right now. Y'all just ain't got nothing for them for my timeline. Get y'all shit up. Right? You can't want more for Julius, but y'all ain't giving me nothing for my timeline. So fight back. End of the day. All right? But one thing y'all could do, as long as you, you want to get the one up on negative next Twitter, just get a fresh pair of Uptowns and upload them in the chat. No no comment, no nothing. If you, but anybody in positive Knicks Twitter who gets a fresh pair of white ups right now, I guarantee you, you could get some people. You could get some people right now. Y'all may need to do that. Hit your PR teams. Hit me ASAP. All right, we on the Atlanta. I'm in the building on Friday. I got my first game in two, three years. If they take a L, 
I may be so inclined to to look at my options in middle Twitter to see where we could go. All right. You feel me? But until then, until we meet again, I have nothing for this line. I just thought I was going to have something for it, and I got nothing. But appreciate y'all. Yo, yo, much love, man. I got to say, I think Elon Musk is turning our Twitter, our beloved Twitter, into a real shit pile. Because when I originally came on the show, I didn't know the show was going to end early, so I thought I was going to jump right in. So I waited to get my lunch. And then when I realized we was going to rock a little while, I went to get my lunch. And, and while walking through the city, I would hear randomly Nick say Jake and then silence. Randomly, I'd hear Ari and silence. Randomly, I'd hear Bree. It was coming in and out every like two minutes. It was very bizarre. Hey, I, yo. Very bizarre. So I think that um, our days are numbered here, man. I want to shout out the Toxic Boys for going over to YouTube and getting it live on because I don't know, man. It doesn't It doesn't look good. I, all, the, all the things that I'm reading about Twitter are bad. As for the team, I feel like my closing would have been my opening and, and it would be responding to Breeze, which is that, you know, I, I think that I'm very, very much a, a member of positive Knicks Twitter. And I just did. The team is not giving me a lot to be positive about. I love that we, we put up here, you know, where we were at this time last year. And then we went on that, that really rough stretch of games. Yes. You know, Knicks fans have PTSD from, from all the losing and the missteps over the years. But, I mean, we got it from just last year. We were right here last year where, you know, it looked like we had an opportunity to do something. Things went to shit. Um, and now we have even, you know, less players that are playing on a nightly basis. These guys look extremely tired. I've really been giving a hard time to the media because I don't understand how when there's room to give Tom Thibodeau praise, they do it. But when it's very clear that what he's doing is not working – they're pretty silent, and it just it seems cowardice to me. Um, we talk about you know the fans and holding other fans more accountable than they hold the team. I can understand that that I can understand that concept. Um, I think again we're at a place where you don't have any trust that 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 you don't know what Leon Rose is doing. You don't who knows what rumors are ahead of the deadline. You can say that this Cam Reddish situation. Is a fiasco. I love those who have said that they're building around Tibbs because it because it does feel like that. And so, how what positivity am I supposed to spread? Here's the positivity that I have: is that I've been hoping that as this team plays games together, as they grow into this season, that they would find themselves and that they would start to play better basketball. That is my hope. That is my dream. But last night's game was shit. The game before that was shit, and you know those those hopes are and dreams. I'm not gonna say they're dead; they're not, but they but they but they wane on on nights like last night. And so, look, you can tell me, hey, we knew we were a mid team. You're gonna win games. You're gonna lose games. It's the way we lose games. It, it's the fact that it doesn't feel like okay. If this team is at best a six seed team. What what is this organization plan to do? I know you'll tell me that they they're trying to trade for a star, okay? And we don't know when a star will become available. But by shortening the rotation, remember when we were so excited because guys were playing meaningful minutes and we were seeing them add value to the not only to themselves but but to the game. Well, we're back to not seeing that. So when you go ahead to do this big trade, this big whopping trade that you want to do, who's in it? 
that, you know, these are these are the questions. So, you know, the song of the day was same song because it feels like it's the same shit, different toilet. I'm out. Love. Yes, sir. And I'm going to be uh, quick, quick and uh, get up out of here. Yo, appreciate y'all for another amazing show. Ari, right, man, you know it's number love, my guy. Them sneakers just suck and uh, really dirty. Um, number love for you, though, my guy. And, um, yeah, you know what it is, man. We're going to win some. We're going to lose some. We're still four games ahead of 500. Ahead of 500. We still know that we're, like, better than a lot of teams in the NBA. We just got to be properly coached. And guys got to hit shots. Guys got to hit shots, trust each other, and, and fucking play better basketball at home using the energy and the fuel of the crowd and stop allowing, allowing the opposing teams to take your fucking soul in your home. Because it's so crazy. We're the only team left in the NBA that have a better road record than a home record. That's egregious. That's nasty. When your home is the garden. And look, I also understand that, like, you know, I, has, I said I made a tweet about it the other day, and I'm just going to double down on it. The fact that, you know, it's hard to play in the garden. You know, it is. It's hard to play in the garden. And when it comes to opposing players they they get up at the garden bro like the garden is a place where you're gonna get the best out of the best out of every opponent you come against because you know whether it's the celebrities in the fucking arena that you know make you want to play a little better whether it's just the fans the infectious energy from the fans like opposing players come here and want to show out so we're getting the best of the best out of an opposing player every single night that we play in the garden it's tough. You go to fucking go watch a Wizards home game, man. Go watch a yo. I was just watching the Clippers home game the other night on I think TNT, and bro, it was half empty, bro. The Clippers against the Philadelphia 76ers. Four all-stars on the floor, four MVP caliber players on the floor, and it was half empty. There was literally no energy. It's boring. Go watch a fucking Pelicans home game, bro. It's it's it's. I'm gonna say this every time it comes to my brain. The Pelicans have the old lady dance team. That's a real thing. The old lady dance team, and it's a bunch of geriatric patients out there just rock, rocking them hips, and the hips look like they're gonna fall off. That's what the other teams give. So they come to the garden and just have a blast. They turn the fuck up, and we got to deal with that. 40, 41 games out of a year. It's tough. So I understand it, but we just got to do better at home. We have to. And I think let's use this, you know, Atlanta Hawks fake-ass rivalry game to kind of fuel us again and get back to the winning ways, man. I don't like these two losses in the road things. Like, I'm not I'm not a fan of that. Let's get back in sixth spot. Miami, they got, you know, the sixth spot right now. Um the Miami is not better than us. I don't believe they're better than us right now. They're better coached. So that changes shit, but they're not better than us. And on Friday, they play the Mavericks. We play the Hawks. They, they, two little baby rivalries on the low right there. Let's 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 get back in the six E, man. Let's get back in the six E. Uh but y'all thank again, thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all know the rules, man. Stay out the way, stay sucker free, do what you gotta do on the timeline. Positive to the Twitter, stand up. 
because toxic Twitter is looking real. They in the lead right now, and it's not close. Uh, hopefully, you made the podcast till we meet again. Peace, y'all. Okay.